This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, October 21st. No Corey again today, so it's just me. We're flying solo on a Friday morning, and he'll be back on Monday to, to break down everything and get ready for the first week of section playoffs for both volleyball and football as the fall sports are starting to draw to a close. And we also have the section cross-country meet as well next Friday. So as Corey gears up for that, we're going to do a little bit of a preview uh, as some of the uh, section standings have become finalized uh, in certain part uh, in certain sports for football. The section playoffs are set, and let's take a look at some of these QRF seeded uh, sections as we look in football in section four. Wheaton Herman Norcross has the number one seed with a QRF value of thirty seven. Verndale is second in section four in class nine man with a QRF of 30. Again, it's the, the ranking system uh, based on strength of schedule, your wins and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, Verndale has a QRF of 30.6. Rothsay is the, the three seed with a 21.9. Brandon Evansville is the four seed with an 18.8 QRF. Sabika has a QRF of 15. They are the five seed in section four and six seed Hillcrest Lutheran Academy with a QRF of 15.7. Bertha Hewitt has a 7 QRF. So does Clinton Graceville Beardsley. Bertha Hewitt is the 7. Clinton Graceville Beardsley is the 8 seed. So based on how this generates up, we got a little bit of a local matchup in the first round of the section uh, for 9-man playoffs. Verndale set to play Bertha Hewitt in that one. Sabika will travel to Brandon Evansville. Verndale will host the playoff game against Bertha Hewitt as well. Uh, Wheaton Herman Norcross set to take on Clinton Graceville Beardsley and Rothsay will play Hillcrest. So that's how things look in section four for nine man as we get again that little bit of a local matchup between Bertha Hewitt and Verndale in the first round. Sabika will be traveling to Brandon Evansville. Those games will take place on Tuesday night for that first round. And now let's take a look in section 6A for our local football. Uh, New York Mills gets the number one seed in section 6A with a QRF of 53.8. They finished the season with a 7-1 overall record. Piner Verbacus is the two seed behind them with a 43.6 QRF. Ottertail Central is the three seed with a 36 QRF. Monaga the four seed with a 38.9 QRF value, Breckenridge 40.3. QRF, they're the five seed, Lake Park Audubon 25.8 on the QRF. Walker Hackensack Akeley's the seven seed. Underwood is the eight seed as well. So New York Mills is set to play Underwood in that first round matchup. Piner Verbacus will play Walker Hackensack Akeley. Ottertail Central will take on Lake Park Audubon, Monaga, and Breckenridge as well for those first-round playoff matchups in Section 6A. New York Mills, of course, the defending Section 6A champions, they not only did that, they got into the state semifinal game at U.S. Bank Stadium, and right now they're putting themselves in a good position to at least try and get back to that state tournament. New York Mills, the team to beat, but uh, some good seasons as well for Pine River Backus and Ottertail Central, as well as Monaga being in that mix as well, just do uh, as the top four teams in that section. Let's take a look in section 2A 
as we get an update on the Woodin Deer Creek Wolverine, Staples Motley Cardinals, and the like. In Section 6, Double A, Osakis is the one seed, Sox Center the two seed, Wadena Deer Creek is the three seed, and West Central Area, Ashby is the four seed, Pillager the five, Staples Motley the six. There's only six teams in Section 6 AA, so Osakis and Sox Center each get first round buys. Wadena Deer Creek will take on Staples Motley in another local matchup that's going on Tuesday. West Central Area will host Pillager. Staples uh, Motley will travel to Wadena Deer Creek. Of course, we're going to have that game as well next week with the Wolverines and the Cardinals should be a good one. Both teams opened up their season against each other. And last season, Wadena Deer Creek also opened up the season in Staples Motley and had the uh, playoff game the first round in Staples Motley as well. And now it's a flip-flop this year. Uh, the season started for both teams at Wadena Deer Creek High School on the football field. And now both teams are going to square up in the first round of the playoffs in Wadena at the Wadena Deer Creek Middle High School. So first round football playoffs are starting uh, to take shape here across the region. Wadena Deer Creek getting the three seed. They finished the season with a six and two overall record. Uh, a really good season for them, really strong to get to that six and two record. And uh, then you have Pillager, who's two and six, Staples Monley 0 and 8 with their records heading into the post season but as uh, coaches like to talk about when you get into this playoff time everybody starts oh and oh it's a brand new season and uh just got to win the next game so that's how things are are shaping up in that department volleyball the qrfs aren't quite seated yet so nothing is for sure as the qrfs are going to take their final shape uh for next week and we can talk a little bit more about that as we get to monday's morning sports desk but again good luck to all these uh teams out there as they gear up for their playoff runs they have a couple days off from school some teams do a little bit of practicing a little bit of film watching not a uh nothing really too major just uh enough to kind of meet as a team and mentally prepare and then boom it's a sprint starting next week with playoff matchups starting on tuesday and wednesday and the uh for tuesday for football and then later in the week for volleyball and then a section cross country as well is in staples next Friday. So that's another big meet, uh, another big sporting event on the calendar with that meet. So next week is just going to be a flurry of different athletic competitions. And uh, we're going to cover it all for you, whether doing play-by-play -play for games or talking about it on the morning sports desk, which is what we love to do, breaking down these local sports. Okay. So one last thing, the wild, by the way, got win number one. Let's go. Win number one for the Minnesota Wild, and man, things were looking pretty pretty desperate for a second there. Uh, if you, I didn't watch much of the game yesterday, but just kind of looking at the highlights and reading people's reactions to it, is the old Minnesota Wild showed up a little bit in kind of that third period, just in the way they rallied or hung on or just found a way in a game that looked like they might have lost to hang on and get that win in overtime. I know it's not a full win. You don't get the full three points because in the NHL, uh, it's not your record. It's how many points you get. So if you win, you get three points. If you go to overtime, each team gets a point, and then you decide 
uh, who gets that extra point by winning overtime or winning the shootout. Uh, so the Wild getting that first uh, win of the season in overtime. They didn't get the full three points, but hey, they still got that first win, got the monkey off their back. And again, playing a little more like that Minnesota Wild team of old, finishing the game, uh, just finding a way to, to win or at least to hang in there and get into overtime and get that point. So that's the the hope is that maybe this team just kind of faltered a little bit at the beginning. Every team goes through cold stretches. Sometimes it just happens right away. Now it's the worst time to have a cold stretch. Uh, I remember with the Minnesota Twins when they started out like 0-9 to begin 2016. And everyone's like, at the beginning, like, well, every team goes through a three-game losing streak. You just happen to have it right away. And then they lost like six more. So, you know, obviously nothing set in stone. The regular season is going to last till the end of March. This is a, a marathon, not a sprint. So you can't judge everything off a bad week. At the same time, uh, goaltending still and defense continues to be an issue. Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, again, with a it's a fine game, giving up three goals. Like, it's not terrible, but also not great. You're not going to want to make a habit out of that. Marc-Andre Fleury has not been strong in net. The defense also has not been putting him in good positions either. Uh, it's a little bit of, of, a, of a mutual rela- relationship in that part. Uh, but either way, the Wild get win number one. The Minnesota Timberwolves are going to face the Utah Jazz tonight. Rudy Gobert has his revenge game opportunity against his former team in the Jazz, who he spent like nine seasons with. So you have that on the docket as well for tonight. Go Wolf! Go wild. Uh, I I just want to be able to use this uh, all the time. The Wolves back. We the ones, Jack. A1 from day one. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, October 21st. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave, And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.